I can't hear the music. Well, I didn't start playing it yet. Oh, <laughs> wow. All right. And I don't care. I'm doing the Christmas remix. You gotta. You gotta. Too close. Mm. Way too close. And way too ridiculous doing last minute shopping. Rent them outlets today. Mayhem. Get out of here, people. Only have jobs. How long were we in traffic for? Like two hours? No, it was just people walking around. Not too much traffic, though. It was fine. Oh, yeah. Uh, you get all your just Christmas shopping done? Yeah, I think there I'm good. Go. There you go. I uh, bought my wife a car, and uh, now I have no money. <laughs> so that was it. <laughs> <laughs> Big spender. Look at you go. Nice job. I, I know. I know. I don't know what I was thinking. Yeah, it's you needed the car. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, I did not spend that much. Uh, we are going to Florida. So that is more of our Christmas gift to each other. So uh, hopefully Miami can play spoiler down there for New England when we go see the game. So be nice. Uh, speaking of spoilers, is your playoff season spoiled? Not yet, but it's... It's all dependent on tonight's games, and it's, I don't know, it's not looking great so far, so yeah. this will be an exciting episode to go through. You might see hear some noises in the background that are, uh, you know, maybe some curse words, maybe some grunts. Yep, yep. <laughs> uh, I'm mostly, mostly having the bye week, so that's good, but one, I had to survive David Montgomery last night and Derek Carr last night, so I did. And I need Cooper Cup to score less than 28 points. So, fingers crossed. I'm not looking. I'm not looking. Don't tell me. No spoilers. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to ruin the mood for the people as we record on December. What the hell is today? The 21st, 2021. Week 15 is still not over on a Tuesday night. This is really weird recording Tuesday night. We got Ryan and myself, Mac. Regan is off today, and uh, yeah, we got AFC starts and sits, a little bit of news, and Ryan, in your briefs, I don't want to get sick, so but that seems like that's all there is. It's just contagious <laughs> in there, what's happening right now. <laughs> well, first we had to put Regan on the, on the COVID reserve. <sighs> oh, no. And uh, Mr. IR. You are fake news. And then... Uh, <laughs> The Chiefs went and added Tyreek Hill to the COVID list. Uh huh. So he's paired with Travis Kelsey. So how about that for you? Uh, no. Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill owners going into your semifinals. You're going to be sweating up to game day. That's for sure. You are burying the lead, man. Uh, Butker. He's off. He's on that list too. The kicker. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> He's a hell of a kicker, though. So yeah. he is. He could be tipping the scale for you. But yeah, it sucks. They people are calling. Oh, you better push this game back. I, I don't think they want to push games anymore. So we'll see what happens. They already changed their guidelines. So mm-hmm. I mean, how much more can they do than that? We'll see. Cole Beasley on that list as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, not as impactful. That actually. I hate to say it, but some Helps. people might welcome that. <laughs> <laughs> I am actually keeping my fingers crossed on that. <laughs> like, oh, I don't have to think about playing Cole Beasley this week? Great, because mm-hmm. every time I do, fucked. Yep. Uh, Leonard Fournette likely headed to the IR. Uh, 
Yeah. Shocking news today. What was it? His hamstring now? Like, he's he's all beat up. It's always his hamstring. I don't know. I, I didn't see the injury. I just saw a note. IR and Lev Bell signed him today. <laughs> so Are you picking him up? No. And playing him in week 16? No. no. <laughs> uh, Would you rather play him or Keyshawn Vaughn? <laughs> Oh my, yeah, right. I don't, I don't know. I guess uh, we'll get into that a little bit more when we run through the Bucks. But uh, I know that there was some talk about Austin Eckler uh, going to the the COVID reserve yeah. list. I know you guys touched on that in the waiver episode. I, as of today, I didn't see his name on there. So he, it's unconfirmed. Yeah, it's unconfirmed okay. what he's going through right now, and he's. I stalk him on social media. He's been pretty quiet, and he's pretty open about his fantasy value. He loves playing it as well, so we'll see. Uh, I mentioned the waiver episode that was released today. So yesterday, by the time you're hearing this, to pick up Justin Jackson and Joshua Kelly, see what happens. Mm -hmm. Going back to Lev Bell, they got the Jets week 17 revenge game. Bring in Bell. And imagine your championship week is won by left Bell. I know this is partially serious. I just can't. It is. I can't do I don't even want to think about that right now. If we're diving into Lev Bell week 17 championship mm-hmm. week. Man, this season, I'll tell you, last year was a lot, especially at the beginning. And as the mm-hmm. season went, you kind of like eased into it and got into a rhythm and all turned out well. And this season, everything's great. Everything's great. We get to week 15. Boom! Uh huh. Playoff week. Yep, yep. Uh, that's what you know. God has a sense of humor. Wants to see I us guess. all quiver and pull over our lineups. Mike fucking White is back too for the Jets. So look out. Ooh. Uh, that would definitely help out Michael Carter. Anyway, enough about the fucking Jets. Uh, <laughs> we'll try to keep you guys updated. You can follow us just a tip FFP on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, it's going to be a lot to pivot to, and it is Christmas, so be patient. We might not be so active on social media because we do have lives. We do have families. But if you do have any start set questions, much better if you just hit us up on there, and we can help you out directly instead of listing 50 different names to start or sit. Um, and, yeah, with with that, I don't know, Ryan. Should we just uh, just double-tip this action together? Yeah, let's do it. I love when we only have our two tips that (laughs) edit that one out. I don't get edited very often. That's one right there. I like it. We're not editing it. Uh, I'm just trying to find the fucking. Here on ESPN So, just a tip. I never even said it. At the top, just a tip, a fantasy football podcast is what you're listening to, where we're just some fantasy influencers stretching into the playoffs, reaching out to each other's tips and handing our tips to you guys to help you out as well. And first, since we're recording on Tuesday night, we never usually do this, Ryan. Thursday night football, San Fran at Tennessee, over under 44 and a half, San Fran favored by three and a half. You're starting Debo. Samuel, you're starting George Kittle. Ayuk, I know, I know he had a little bit of a disappointing game last week, but the Titans, they are uh, actually 31st 
against the passing, against wide receivers, excuse me, not just passing, just wide receivers, letting up the second to most points against them. So I would definitely start Ayuk. I'm willing to wide receiver three or flex him. Averaging uh, four receptions, 63 yards, and he has three touchdowns in the past seven games as well. Uh, so if Eli Mitchell is a game time decision, I, I don't think I want to start him, dude. I don't want to start a Thursday night game, uh, against a really tough Tennessee defense, their front seven. Um, and I'm really not enthused to start Jeff Wilson. We did mention to pick him up. He had one good game, uh, this last game, 19 points, but I think he's going to go back to his normal of five, especially against this defense. What do you think? Are you, if Eli's active, are you starting him? If Eli is active, I'm not starting Jeff Wilson. No, 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 I'm saying starting Eli. I'm sorry. Oh, am I starting Eli? Mm-hmm. Um, it is a short week. He is just just coming back. Uh, if if you have other options to pivot to, I would pivot. Um, you know, let's say if Eckler's out, you know, maybe Justin Jackson is a, is a better play there. Uh, I don't know. Let me think about it. Yeah, I think so. I just. I'm yeah, like I said, I don't want Jeff Wilson. I just I think the weakness for the defense is the passing game, and I think Shanahan's smart enough to do that. That's why I think Jimmy G would be a good stream. Uh he got he got robbed of last week. Yushek uh stealing a touchdown, a rushing touchdown, and they Jeff Wilson did as well. So uh we'll see. And you know, he, going going back to that, I think somebody who I would rather play than Eli Mitchell this week is Michael Carter. Mm. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Well, Jets have Jacksonville. Yes. Yeah, I would do that too. You know who I would not start is uh, Ryan Tannehill, unless AJ Brown's coming back off the IR. Would that change your mind or no? No, let's not get crazy. Uh, <laughs> week sixteen, they're not starting Ryan Tannehill. He hasn't passed over two hundred yards in the past three games. Uh, it'd be a terrible way to start your semifinal week but aj brown possibly coming off ir like i just said i don't think i'm starting him dude uh three games before he went on the ir he didn't even break 10 points then he then you had three weeks without him so i think if you made it this far you you roll with the guys that are hot right now like russell gage Mm -hmm. if you have him gabe davis for buffalo especially if cole beasley is out i'm rolling with those guys unless Say so you had Chris Godwin, who went on the IR, and you lost him. And then Mike Evans, if he doesn't come back, maybe in a three-wide receiver set with a flex or two flexes, maybe I'll entertain it. But I don't know. What are your thoughts on uh, A.J. Brown? Yeah, deep lineups like that where you have three flexes, three receivers, something like that, uh, I think you could you could throw him in there. It's you know Certainly his upside is going to be higher than other, other players. But you're absolutely right. He is – before he, was, he went down – he was not a very consistent or reliable option throughout this entire season. Uh, had a short stretch there of three or four games where he was big, and outside of that, nothing. Uh, so I, if you're in the semifinals, like you said, without A.J. Brown, play somebody else. Excellent point. Appreciate it. Uh, all right, that's that's all I have for this game. Uh, uh, I'm picking San Fran. Ooh, man. Tennessee, that was a tough loss against Pittsburgh last week. It was. I'm going to go Tennessee, I think. You think so? Yeah. Yeah, at home on a short week. <sighs> it's, it's, I think the point total is good. 
Uh, but yeah, on the road in San Fran's favor by three and a half. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, San Fran is my Super Bowl favorite, so I should mm-hmm. be rooting for them. <laughs> you should be. Uh, you should be. But that uh, NFC is kind of kind of wide open right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see what happens tonight with the Rams. But uh, all right, next matchup. All right, so we got the Baltimore Ravens at the Cincinnati Bengals. This is Sunday at 1 o'clock. Cincinnati's a two-and-a-half-point favorite, and the over-under is 44-and-a-half. So, so, Mac, I was a week off on Jamar Chase's dud game. Mm-hmm. Uh, one catch for three yards, playing 96% of the snaps against San Fran. So this would have been the week to bench Jamar Chase. I called it a little too early when he went off for like 32. Uh, T. Higgins, two catches, 23 yards. So not a good game for these wide receivers. The last time they played Baltimore, though, Burrow threw for more than 400 yards and three touchdowns. Baltimore has already had a number of uh, guys on the defensive side of the ball put on the reserve list, uh, including two of their linebackers so and uh, a cornerback as well. So I'm going with Chase and Higgins this week for sure. Uh, I think they have big games. I think they have bounce back games. Joe Mixon, so from from what r- reports are saying, is that he's going to be limited in practice to start the week. We've said this before many times. If you don't have Samaje P. Ryan and he's on your waiver wire, you got to add him because you have to handcuff Mixon just in case there's a setback during the week. But Joe Mixon, off week this week, I think this is another opportunity where he can kind of bounce back uh, because, as we know, once we have a number of names on this list, Usually those names start to add up, especially when it's guys in the same rooms watching films and hanging out with each other all the time. So just keep an eye out there. For Baltimore, it's possible Jackson returns to practice as early as Wednesday this week. Mac, I know you guys probably touched on this, but Tyler Huntley. Oh my God, dude. Two weeks in a row. 3% of the people started him. Three. And... They definitely won their weeks, I would say. Uh, and I, I mentioned it. One. I mentioned in the waivers. If you're banking on Lamar Jackson, you better. Uh, Huntley would be my number one ad. I wouldn't care about the running backs. If you need that quarterback, you better handcuff Lamar Jackson if that's who you're rolling with. I'll tell you what. I, I liked how he was standing in the mm-hmm. pocket and passing. I think his form surpass what i've seen from jackson this season were you uh gonna get to the stat where uh he did something jackson didn't what's that or has never done uh rush for two touchdown and pass for two touchdowns jackson has never done that so oh all yeah. right qb controversy mm-hmm. i you know hey i'm all for it <laughs> what else can we add to the end of the season here uh <laughs> So, Ty- so Tyler Huntley's coming off the fourth touchdown performance. If Jackson's not playing, I think you're right. I think he's he can certainly be inserted into your lineup, especially against the Cincy defense. Latavius Murray outcarried Devontae Freeman 7-6 to six this week. So this is really disappointing to you, you the Freeman owners uh, because he has been just a consistent double-digit machine over the past nine weeks. Uh, his snap percentage was down to 56% this week. I'm a little worried about banking on him in the semifinals. How are you feeling about that, Mac? Uh, both of them? Yeah, I don't like it. I don't want mm-hmm. any part of them. Do you... It seemed like Freeman was the clear-cut one. 
since Murray has come back. It should be. I It was just kind of a weird game. So do, do you trust a streamer over one of these guys? I don't know. I think yeah, I would still roll a Freeman instead of picking up a guy. Yeah. Like Samaj P. Ryan on the other side. Mm-hmm. Baltimore has a really good uh, run defense. Their weakness is the pass. So I was going to get to a, uh, start all the receivers against them. And I only mix in. I'm not really too keen on uh, P. Ryan there, but I'd rather start Freeman over P. Ryan if Mixon's out. Yeah, I, I would agree. And this has been an outlier. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a tough position to be in to, to see if that outlier is going to be a trend because it's too late in the season. But, you know, make your move. I'm okay with playing Freeman. I've done it all season uh, across multiple leagues, and uh, we'll see how it works out. Right now, Marquise Brown, five consecutive single-digit performances. Uh, he's about on par with someone like LaVisca Chenault. Uh, so not a good play right now as you go into deep into your playoffs. Rashad Bateman, one catch against Green Bay. It's all it's the Mark Andrews show. Mm-hmm. It's the Mark Andrews show. Uh, it's whoever the running quarterback is. Maybe Devontae Freeman gets involved uh, and puts up some points. And And those are the three players. Whoever the quarterback is, Freeman and Mark Andrews, those are the only guys that I'm going to consider starting this week for the Baltimore Ravens. Not Marquise Brown at all, huh? No. I mean, we're talking five weeks in a row, single digits. Even if he has a boom game, it's just there's, there's too big of a chance that he's going to be in single digits. Yeah, I, I hope you have the luxury to bench him. I, I'm i kind of thin at re- receiver right now. Well, who are your other options? <laughs> Robbie Anderson. all right i'd go marquise brown Mm -hmm. over robbie anderson but we're gonna get to it too hardman if no tyree kill uh if no tyree kill yeah i'd probably Mm -hmm. roll with hardman um if there's no kelsey if if there's kelsey i actually don't know that one's right that one's more thought provoking what about uh gabriel davis cole beasley won't be playing Emmanuel Sanders might come back, but I'll get to Gabe Davis later uh, with Buffalo, but he has New England. Yeah. I mean, if Sanders is out and Beasley's out, I think I would go with Davis. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'd have to agree. Now watch. Marquise Brown's going to go off. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, I'm sure. I mean, this happened to me with Chase uh, a couple weeks ago. He can go off, but mm -hmm. we're talking five weeks in a row. You know, that's that's pretty consistent. Who you got winning this one? Uh, Who won the last matchup? Cincinnati? Uh, yes. Yeah, so I'll, I'll take uh, Baltimore. They usually split. I think. Yeah. Makes sense. So I am... <laughs> yeah, it's logic there. Uh, I'm going to go Baltimore as well. Uh, and we'll roll into the next one here. So we got the Los Angeles Chargers at the Houston Texans Sunday, 1 p.m. Uh, over-unders 45.5. Chargers are 9.5 point favorites. I would say this is a lock, but after seeing what we saw in Detroit last week, I who who the fuck knows anymore. There's, there's no more locks. No more locks. We can't. And no more Jacksonville, Buffalo, <laughs> Detroit, Arizona. I was gonna say, especially with Regan, like, oh, we don't even have to mention who we're picking as the winner. We have to now. And yeah. we were picking all the wrong trap games last week. But we knew it was coming. We just picked the wrong ones. So. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Uh 
So like we said before, Austin Eckler could be on the list. You got to keep an eye out for this. If he's not the starter, you got to look elsewhere. Justin Jackson is probably the guy. You could you could also pick up Josh Kelly, but you're just going to have to pick between one of those two guys. I think Justin Jackson um, you know, is going to be the guy that's going to kind of lead that running back room if Eckler's not there. Jared Cook, uh, you know, five, eight, six PPR points over the last three games. I'm not, I'm not trying to start Jared Cook this week. I know it's a, it's a bad Houston defense, um, but I, I'm staying away from Jared Cook at this point. Mike Williams, as always, as Regan puts it, shoot your shot. Like you gotta make, you gotta make up your mind. It. It doesn't even seem to matter. If he has a good matchup, he might not put up points. If he has a bad matchup, he puts up a ton of points. Whatever you want to do with Mike Williams, go for it. If you want to boom play, you feel like your team is that uh, inferior to your opponent, throw in Mike Williams. Maybe he'll give you a boom game. Mike Williams uh, or Marquise Brown? I'd probably go Marquise Brown because at least his single digits are like eight and nine points. Mm. And the boom is just as, as high, I would say, especially if Lamar plays. Yeah. Hmm. It's uh it's interesting conundrum there. I'd probably mm-hmm. I'd probably go Mike Williams because of the target volume. Yeah. If Eckler's not playing either, you know, there's a few targets that are gonna go elsewhere. And uh, I don't know if that's necessarily gonna be to Justin Jackson or not. Herbert, Allen, those are your locks. You like popsicles? <laughs> And Brandon Cooks, back-to-back weeks. Uh, huge week last week. Uh, but everybody has huge weeks against the Jacksonville Jaguars. So I was saying before that we're not even looking at starting Cooks. I said that about three weeks ago, and then, of course, he turned it mm-hmm. on. So I think now you could probably flex him. Uh, I think you yeah. have to. I, I, you have to. I, I think you have to, even though they're, the Chargers' pass defense is good. I just... I don't like it, but I, I I've been wrong on him for the past few weeks. So yeah, getting those likely, double digit points, and he's wide receiver thirteen on the year. I, I think right. you got to start him. And when you're talking like the reserve list, and we're talking all these injuries, like mm-hmm. I feel like all these guys that we're mentioning, you're likely going to have to insert them in at least a few lineups or a lineup, or you know what I mean. Like if you're playing in multiple leagues, you're probably gonna no. have to play these guys somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right, who you got in this one? Uh, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm going Chargers. <laughs> uh, I'm going Chargers too. All right, uh, next matchup we got Buffalo at New England Sunday 1 p.m. over under 43 and a half. New England favored by two and a half points after they got spanked by the Colts on prime time, dude. Oof. I don't know if I love that. Yeah, I don't I don't like it either. I think this is going to be a revenge game and. Uh, a little turmoil in in the locker room for the Patriots. I don't know if you've been listening to sports radio. I don't oh, blame no, you if you that. haven't. Uh, yeah, just uh, Mac Jones, McCorkle over there talking out of turn, and then he got zip lipped on his uh, radio interviews. So <laughs> just oh oh, we're on we're on to Buffalo. We're on to Buffalo. It was that line, but he said that. Players are feeling sorry for themselves. They had a bad week of practice and blah, blah, blah. So, I don't know. I think it's been a bit of fool's gold with New England. So, we'll see. Uh, Hopefully, Buffalo learns from the Colts to run the ball. 
against New England and hopefully break one out. Josh Allen, if he's in, you're playing him. I don't care about his toe. Cut it off. Get out there. Uh, <laughs> Stefan Diggs, you got to start him. Gabe Davis, my favorite pickup. He was still widely available in our waiver episode, so definitely pick him up. Uh, four touchdowns in the last three games. You're starting them, especially with Beasley out. I don't think Sanders might come back, so we'll see. Uh, Devin Singletary. Now we're struggling with running backs right now. He uh, He's getting 15 points in the last two games, uh, but in different ways, though. So he had four rushes, uh, but six receptions, 37 yards against Tampa Bay. But then he had 22 carries and 86 yards versus Carolina this past week. So... I'm saying if Buffalo smartens up and uh, learns from their mistakes, they should establish a run, expose the New England defense, and then uh, work off the play action. But, of course, I think I'm thinking too highly on Buffalo, (laughs) so I'm not really too keen on getting Singletary, but it's Jeff Wilson or Singletary or Miami running back versus New Orleans. I I think I'm going to go Singletary if Moss is out. If they activate Moss, then forget it. But they've been saying they're going to have Singletary keep getting more work. So we'll Is see. that with or without Eli Mitchell? Without Eli Mitchell. Excuse me. Um, I meant to esta- uh, to put a caveat. I, I'm assuming Eli Mitchell's going to be out. The way Shanahan's been talking, mm-hmm. uh, being like really disappointed. Uh, he was really wasn't going to come back last week, and then he didn't seem too optimistic on Monday. So... Uh, yeah, I'm thinking that he won't be playing. I'm thinking Jeff Wilson, if that's the case. Mm. I I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Shoot your shot. Uh, Jacoby Myers for New England, flex appeal. Bourne is out. He's on the list. Uh, so he might not come back. And then Aguilar, poor guy got a concussion, but he's in that protocol. But what a waste of a signing. So Jacoby Myers, Mm -hmm. he's around that 90% snap percentage. So... You want them out there. Uh, they got to move the chains somehow. So uh, after they're running, they'll be d- passing to him. Uh, if Harris, Damian Harris plays, you start him. If he's not, you start Stevenson. Do you think you can play both of these guys? Not against Buffalo. <sighs> really? They just dominated them last or two weeks ago. <laughs> or three weeks ago. Is it, what was is it? it going to be uh 80 mile an hour winds? No. And- <laughs> It's actually, actually not. Bit chilly, bit nipply, but yeah, I don't think I want to start Stevenson if Damon Harris plays. But uh, we'll see. Then Hunter Henry, number five tight end on the year, nine touchdowns this season. And then Dawson Knox, you can start absolutely. Uh, he was closing in the end zone the last time they were meeting, and with those weather conditions, so definitely play him. Also, a little note, um, people might have dropped New England's defense after that Colts game. Uh, and then they're like, oh, we're facing Buffalo. Nah, I'm going to drop them. But they have Jacksonville in week 17. So small chance, but still just check your waiver wire mm-hmm. uh, just to see if somebody dropped them after waiver's clear. You got anything for this matchup? No, that's a great point. Uh, no, I think uh... – I think Buffalo wins this one, to be honest with you. I think so, too. I thought they were going to win the last one as well. But the weather's not a factor. I like Buffalo's chances a lot more. 
So agreed. All right, next one. All right, so we got uh, game of the week here: Jacksonville Jaguars at the New York Jets Sunday, 1 p.m. Uh, Jets two and a half point favorites. Over under is 41 and a half. So last week I was talking about the Jacksonville Jaguars were a favorite to win a matchup. This week I'm talking about the Jets are a favorite to win a matchup. It's weird. It's weird to say. Uh, on the on with Jacksonville, Robinson, go figure. <laughs> you you lose Urban Meyer and Robinson gets 18 carries. His snap percentage uh, over the previous five weeks was ranging from 44 to 64%. 84% this week. Uh-huh. So definitely a play. He's definitely going to have a big game. Uh, yeah, I'm excited about him. O'Shaughnessy, you get what you get with him. Four catches for 60 yards. You can stream him. I'd rather play him over somebody like Seals Jones right now, especially not knowing who his quarterback is going to be. Um O'Shaughnessy is going to get targeted. He's going to get you eight to 10 points. He's a safe play. Jets have allowed the fifth most receiving yards to tight ends too. So just keep that in mind. Uh, there was some talk about Elijah Moore possibly being back for this week. He's now on the COVID reserve list. Colo, mm-hmm. the Jets hope to have him back week 17 against Tampa Bay. Uh, against this defense and minus Moore and Davis, Crowder would be... He hasn't been great, but I think you could start him. Mm-hmm. I think you could flex him, um, especially if you got a regular starter who gets added to the list or comes out with an injury or whatever that whatever happens. Just remember, the list is out. Goodell is checking it twice. So. <laughs> He, Michael Carter, we he, touched on. He is think, a ginger, but he's uh, not jolly, that's for sure. <laughs> definitely not jolly. Also a bit indecisive, I think. You think? Uh, <laughs> Michael Carter, I think we both agree. I think we, you know, I think he's a good play. Mm-hmm. Seems like you think he's a good play. Uh, I think he has a big week this week, to be honest with you. I'm hoping Mike White starts because that definitely helps Crowder and. Uh, and Carter. Carter. So, uh, but yeah, yeah, either way, you're starting them. All right. Who you got in this barn burner? <sighs> uh, I'm going Jets. I'm going Jets too, regardless of whether or not it's Wilson or Mike White. Yeah, I, I don't know. Their defense is bad against the run, so James Robinson might have three touchdowns on the day. So, uh but I just I don't trust their coaching either. And Salah, they've been they've been doing better uh, as the season's been going on. They gave Miami a run for their money. So yeah, Jets. All right, moving on. Right on. Uh, next matchup: Pittsburgh at Kansas City Sunday, four twenty-five. So hopefully, guys come off the COVID list and for this. The over under right now is forty-four and a half. Kansas City is favored by eight and a half. I. Pick Pittsburgh to cover right now in case these guys are out. So uh, I I think they, it's going to be more competitive than that as well. Hmm. Uh, but like we said, Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, Butker, Butner, whatever his name is. Uh, if they are out, uh, it's, it's running through this locker room right now. So I actually wouldn't pick these guys up too high on my priority. Uh, Byron Pringle and McCole Hardman. The backup wide receivers, 
Uh, just in case, what if they go on the list too? So don't, what if Mahomes goes on the list? What if Mahomes goes on the list? They're definitely mm-hmm. pushing the game. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> that's actually that'd be their saving grace. They're probably praying for him. <laughs> yeah, be like, it's like, oh no. Hi, old Kermit the Frog. He's here. gone. Um, yeah, I th- I think I would go with uh with Ashley Pringle because he does get targeted in the red zone. Uh, more often, he doesn't always connect with Mahomes, but they seem to develop plays with him over Hardman, and I'm. Harmon's Burmy in the past, so I really don't want to. Uh, and then you're not going to play one of the backup tight ends. Uh, Noah Gray, I think, is the rookie tight end uh, backup for Kelsey. I keep forgetting his name. Uh, but the Chiefs defense, they've been they've been pretty hot right now. But I expect Steelers to bounce back and make it more competitive. So Najee Harris, number four running back on the season. Very disappointing game last week, and that was the first mm-hmm. one since like week one. Uh, it's just he's been taking a beating. Their O line sucks, so I really hope they they help him out there this off season. And but you're starting them, Deontay Johnson. You're starting. I, I know it was a bad week. Eight number eight receiver on the year. So and that that was, last week was his first time in a single digit game, uh, PPR format. Yeah, I think you got to put him back in, no problem. Do you want to flex Chase Claypool? Not, not. Uh, Marquise Brown might, or Chase Claypool? Yeah, that's what I. Yeah, so no, yes, that's yes, your I decisions. Would. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, I, uh, I would, I would flex Chase Claypool. He's still a target machine. If Kelsey does come back, if he'll, if if you know one of those guys comes back, you can expect the Chiefs to put up you know some points. So the so. Ben's going to be chucking the ball, and we'll see. Mm-hmm. But uh, did anybody tell Deontay Johnson that the Tennessee Titans were the 31st-ranked defense against the, the pass? Because that would have been good information for my fantasy team heading into the week. Yeah, it was uh, just a lot of good uh, battle in the trenches, and Roethlisberger couldn't connect with anybody. It was great. And they only had 37 Offensive snaps, I believe. 35, 37, something like that. So I was asking Regan, are they going to slow down the game against the Chiefs? If that's the case, I actually don't want to play Chase Claypool at all. Mm, I just don't think it's going to be enough volume because they only got a few targets each, so uh, including Najee. How do you slow down a game with no O-line? It's unbelievable. <sighs> I don't know. The, the the mind of Tomlin it, it, it amazes me. They're so bipolar in that team. Uh, great coach, but I just you can't get a read on them. I guess it's a good thing uh, mm-hmm. for them. Gives them that advantage. Uh, who you picking to win? Uh, I'm I'm still gonna go with Casey at this point. I think so too. I think Pittsburgh will cover though, and I think it's gonna go under just yeah, l- just I a little be surprised. bit. Yeah. Um. Next matchup. <laughs> Last one on. Of the uh, dock here. Look at that. Look at us go. Um, Denver Broncos at Las Vegas Raiders. Sunday, 425. Over under 41.5. Vegas favored by one. So pretty much a straight up pick them. <clears throat> it's quite simple for Denver. You're starting the running backs and the tight ends. That's it. 
Yes, I did say tight ends. I'll get to that in a second. Javante Williams, running back 14 on the year. And Melvin Gordon, running back 19. So they swapped over this uh, past few weeks. Uh, when Melvin Gordon went out that game, uh, Javante Williams took over. It would be nice, but Las Vegas is terrible against the run. And it's going to be Drew Locke under center. So <laughs> they don't trust him. I don't trust him. He sucks. I hate him. He's annoying looking. Uh, <laughs> if Denver got Gardner Minshew, they'd be first in their division. I, I believe so. Uh, or at least more competitive. Um, if you thought Jerry Judy was disappointing this season, Ryan, well, look back at last year. Um, yes, he had a couple more touchdowns, but uh, you didn't have him on your team last season. Then you didn't notice that uh, the pad, he was slinging it, and he was about five yards out of reach for Jerry Judy. <laughs> yes. We'll see if that lands. Okay. Uh then Corden Sutton wasn't there last year, but I just I don't trust the wide receivers here. They don't they don't do well. Not enough passing volume, but uh, we'll see. Are you looking to flex any of them? No, I think we've talked about this a few times. I'm, I'm gonna pass. Agreed. Agreed. Yep. Uh, Derek Carr he sucks three games in a row under 14 <laughs> points. Raiders should have lost that game. Stupid refs uh, last night. Um, Hunter Renfro. Wide receiver 16, just like we all projected on the year. Disappointing game last week, or last mm-hmm. week, uh, this past week. You're starring him. Josh Jacobs, even missing two games. He is the running back 15, dude. Wow. We, we got to have some reflection period, hardcore in the offseason to see if that late RB strategy works out over the wide receiver high and tight end high uh, round drafts, but. That's for another episode. Um, I traded. Yes, please. Chenault and a bunch of draft capital for Josh Jacobs and took a lot of heat. And uh, I'm happy with it. Uh, you Did you trade a first round draft pick? I did. 2022 first. 2022 first. Two, fir- two first round you picks too. and LaVisca Chenault for Josh Jacobs. Yeah. It's not bad. I you shoot your shot. You needed the running back help. I don't. I don't mm-hmm. hate it. I think I did at the time. I wasn't too big a fan. I think it might have been a bit too expensive, but uh, it's paying off for you. Uh, and if Waller is active, you're starting them. If not, Foster Moreau. He gets plenty of targets. It's not the best matchup, but the volume and with the tight end uh, scarcity for streaming options. Uh, you don't have much choice. So if you handcuff Waller with Moreau, you're going to have to start him. But you could pivot to this. So I was telling Regan, my sneaky desperation tight end. Uh, <laughs> so I didn't really want to share this because I think I'm going to have to do this, but I don't think that's fair to the people. I think we have to pick him up and start him. So hopefully nobody steals him from me. My sneaky depra- desperation tight end. Uh, it's say you're like going to a house party real late, and the only options to hook up with aren't looking too pretty. I, I mean, like drinks. So, like the foam out of the keg, it's at the bottom, and you got to let it settle. Or some funky vodka name that you can't pronounce. Uh, so that's Albert Awebunam. 
Alberto. Nice. Yeah. So he is the backup tight end to Noah Fant. But Las Vegas, they suck at covering the tight end. But they always try to cover the number one tight end. So I think he's a sneaky start. And all the other experts aren't even mentioning him. I'm not sure why. I have some evidence to back me up here. Um, Las Vegas, they just can't stop the tight end. Fant, he had 24 points versus Las Vegas earlier this season. He was by himself. Week 7, Goddard, he had 12 points. Week 9, Evan Ingram, 12 points. Week 4, Donald Parham, he got a touchdown versus them. And he still had Jared Cook across from him. Goddard, he had Zach Ertz there with him as well. And then Evan Ingram has Kyle Rudolph at his side too. So, uh, And you want some more relevant news, Monday night, Harrison Bryant got the touchdown from Nick Mullins, who was wildly inaccurate. I don't know if you watch that game. I don't blame you. Mm-hmm. But wobbly balls and everything, it, just like Drew Locke. Uh, same punchable face. It was great. So, <laughs> actually, don't mind Nick Mullins. Uh, poor guy. Less than, a, less than a day of practice, and he had to go out there and I know, that do was what impressive. he could. Yeah, mm-hmm. he did what he could. Um so, yeah, that is my sneaky week 16 desperation start at tight end. If you lost Hawkinson or you lose Waller or you lose, God forbid, Travis Kelsey this weekend. Good luck. Anything on this matchup, Brian? No, I, I just uh, want to send out prayers for Mark Andrews that he does not end up on the COVID-19 <laughs> reserve list because I really, really need him. And... Uh, <laughs> I think that's my leftover. Uh, and we just stay want, healthy, my man. We Put just want. In the box. <laughs> I was gonna say, just uh, everybody, just take your vitamins, <laughs> wash your hands. <laughs> <laughs> nah, stay healthy out there, guys. Uh, and Parham, he's getting back uh, from the hospital and everything, so good news for him. I brought him up uh, a couple episodes ago. Uh, after that. Uh, nasty concussion he had. So that is all the matchup. So who wins? Denver? Raiders? I'm going to go Denver. Yeah. Yeah. Nah. Raiders got lucky. I mean, the Raiders just almost lost a Nick Mullins. I know. And a, and a Browns team that was missing about 23 players. So I know. I think if they had Kareem Hunt, uh, the Browns definitely would have won. The uh, change of pace backs, the different play styles and stuff. I don't think they would have been able to stop it. Um, all right. So if you made it this far on the podcast, we appreciate it. If you could download the episodes, uh, leave a review, it'd be much appreciated to share our tips with your friends and families and your league mates. Good luck. Week 16. Hopefully you made it. We want to hear about it. Let us know. Just a tip. FFP. Ryan, do you have anything for the leftovers? No. Wow. I know. Trying to think. My daughter watched White Christmas last night. Really oh, loved that they nice. were the Haynes sisters. Mm-hmm. She's like very excited about that. So that was kind of cool. Very cool. Uh, I have not watched any Christmas movies this week. Hmm. You're doing it wrong, man. Well, it's just too much football to watch, I guess. I did go see Spider-Man, though, Sunday. That was cool. Ah, uh, how was that? Uh, pretty awesome. A few plot holes. Uh, did you did you see Tom Holland do the lip sync battle as Rihanna? Did you see it? <laughs> that was like two years ago or something. But yes, I've seen. Really? That. Yeah, dude. No way. The umbrella, right? <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> wicked old. 
That was before COVID. <laughs> oh, it just got hot again because it's Spider-Man. Mm. You know what else is hot again? As always, Regan's mom. Definitely. Good night, everybody. Well, Dak, here's the deal. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence.